Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 282. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week our special focus continues on the moves of God. Today's scripture text is taken from Job chapter 3, verses 6 to 16 and 25. As for that night, may darkness seize it. May it not rejoice among the days of the year. May it not come into the number of the months. Oh, may that night be barren. May no joyful shout come into it. May those curse it who curse the day, those who are ready to arouse Leviathan. May the stars of the morning be dark. May it look for light, but have none. And not see the dawning of the day because it did not shut up the doors of my mother's womb, nor hide sorrow from my eyes. Why did I not die at birth? Why did I not perish when I came from the womb? Why did the knees receive me? Or why the breast that I should nurse? For now I would have lain still and be quiet, I would have been asleep, then I would have been at rest with the kings and counsellors of the earth who build ruins for themselves, or with princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver, or why was I not hidden like a stillborn child, like infants who never saw light? For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. This text was taken from the New King James Version. We definitely see that the Lord is taking us into the life experiences of Job, so that we can see that trials come to them that live godly in every generation. Now we hear the words of Job. His painful circumstances led him to believe that his life was not worth it. So he curses the day of his birth. He denounces the fact that he did not die in child's birth. 
However, there was something else very profoundly uttered, something that was hidden in the crest of his heart. It was fear, fear of losing everything he had, fear of becoming a pauper, fear of losing his health, fear of many things. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Are you living trapped in fear and dread? Please pray and ask the Lord to deliver you. He is able. In 2009, I was suddenly being troubled by the stronghold of fear. Fear in relation to my assignment. So the Lord instructed me to come up to the U.S. for seven days. At the time, we lived in a different country. Two days after my arrival, on the Saturday, the Lord revealed to me why he brought me up, and on the Sunday, he reiterated his word. He told me that I was troubled by the spirit of fear. I asked him how to be rid of this fear. He lovingly told me that I must receive his love. Therefore, friend, my recommendation to you is to receive the love of God, and that will help you be strong and of good courage. His word brought a change in my life. Let's read this text. Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. This text was taken from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verse 6. Today in our devotional, we will be discussing how the path of Elimelech led him and his family from Bethlehem to Moab. What was the factor that determined his decision? Please stay tuned. This is the week of a series on the moves of God. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the Cartwright's Gospel Chapel. Located in the settlement of Cartwright, Long Island, Bahamas. The elders are Elder Dedridge Hunt and Brother Jeffrey Knowles. The Cartwright's Gospel Chapel meets for one service on Sunday mornings. It is for the breaking of bread for one hour, from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. For more information, please call Elder Hunt at 1242-337-0029 or Brother Jeff at 1242-337-0176. Please make plans to attend this week. The brothers and sisters are truly warm and friendly. Welcome back. 
to the podcast, The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 282. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, the White House on Monday, July 25th, released a proclamation on the anniversary of the Americans with Disability Act 2022, issued by President Joseph Biden, to be marked on Tuesday, July 26th. President Biden submitted that on July 26, 1990, with the signing into law of the Americans with Disabilities Act, ADA, the United States created the world's first comprehensive declaration of equality for people with disabilities. He added that since that time, this landmark legislation has been a driving force in moving America closer to the promise of equal opportunity, full participation, independent living, and economic self-sufficiency for the 6 to 1 million individuals with disability in the country. He stressed that the ADA prohibits disability discrimination by state and local governments, provides standards for access to places of public accommodation, protects people with disabilities from discrimination in the workplace, and ensures equal access to health care, social services, transportation, and telecommunications. But even more than that, it enshrines the idea, central to the spirit of the nation, that everyone is deserving of equal dignity, respect, and opportunity. Therefore, in the proclamation, President Biden encouraged Americans to celebrate the 32nd year of this civil rights law, as well as the essential contributions of individuals with disabilities. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Iglesia Hispania Wesleyana Freedom Hoop, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Dr. Trevlon Pyle. The church comprises members and friends from a number of Spanish-speaking countries, namely Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Peru, Venezuela, and elsewhere. The Iglesia Hispania Wesleyana Freedom Hoop meets for fellowship on Sunday mornings at 12.30 p.m., as well as for deliverance services on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. To contact the Iglesia Hispania Wesleyana Freedom Hoop, please call 592-625-9181 or send an email to pas 
e l i s number nine at gmail dot com. Please make plans to attend this week. Pastor Trevlon and the friends will make you feel at home. Welcome back to the Dominion Media, the King is coming soon podcast. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on the Prime Minister of Israel's weekly cabinet meeting. Held on Sunday, July twenty-fourth, the Israeli Ministry of Foreign Affairs submitted that Prime Minister Yair Lapid reported on the following in his discussion: IDF, ISA, and Israel National Counterterrorism Unit forces conducted counterterrorism activities against terrorists in Nablus. On Saturday night, that these were terrorists who recently carried out a series of shooting attacks. He also observed that during the operation, the terrorists opened fire from rooftops and alleys in the Nablus Souk. Furthermore, Prime Minister Lapid submitted that the Israeli fighters responded quickly. Efficiently and with precision, several terrorists were killed in the exchanges of fire, and several more were wounded. Considerable weaponry was seized. He also added that on another matter, over the weekend, the World Health Organization declared an emergency following the spread of monkeypox. The Ministry of Health has been prepared for several weeks to deal with the virus, and has taken steps to locate patients, prevent infection, and treat patients. One hundred and five cases of the disease have been identified in Israel so far. He submitted. Lastly, the Prime Minister reiterated that the Ministry will continue to monitor the information that has been gathered around the world on the disease, and is in contact with the health authorities in all countries. Ten thousand vaccine doses have been purchased, and another five thousand were due to arrive in Israel this week. Upon the arrival of the vaccines, the HMOs will begin to vaccinate at-risk populations and patients," affirmed Prime Minister Lapid. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. We are examining national and global news events. Today we feature the book. Threads in the Tapestry: Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East is the two-state solution the only viable option 
for Middle East Peace, written by yours truly, Cherub Nichols. It is available at Walmart and on Amazon. You can also find the link to the book via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com Threads in the tapestry, conflict and resolution can be simply explained in a love story. God, the great king, chooses for himself a wife. Her name is Israel. This great king loves his wife very much and would do anything to shower her with his affection. Like other husbands in a marital relationship, he provides for her a home. Please order your copy today to get the rest of the story. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week we are focusing on the series The Moves of God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. The White House on Monday, July 25th, released a proclamation on the 32nd anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act 2022 to be commemorated on Tuesday, July 26th. Internationally, the Israel Ministry of Foreign Affairs reported on Prime Minister Lapid's remarks in Israel's weekly cabinet meeting held on Sunday, July 24th. He stated that Israel was ready to treat the 105 cases of the monkeypox disease that have been identified so far in Israel. Welcome to our devotional. All week we'll be looking at the series on the moves of God. On Monday, we will focus on how the path of Elimelech led him and his family from Bethlehem to Moab. What was the factor that determined his decision? On Wednesday, it will be examining Naomi's life experiences as wife, mother, and mother-in-law. What do you suppose made Ruth desire her leadership? Likewise, on Friday, the Lord Wills, our special guest speaker, will share with us on how crises helped Jewish Naomi and her gentle daughter-in-law Ruth make it through their personal challenges. Let's begin our devotional with this scripture text. Now it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled that there was a famine in the land. And a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to dwell in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the man was Elimelech. The name of his wife was Naomi. And the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilon. Ephratites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they went to the country of Moab and remained there. Then Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died, and she was left with her two sons. Now they took wives of the women of Moab, 
and the name of the one was Oprah, and the name of the other Ruth, and they dwelt there about ten years. Then both Malon and Kilion also died. So the woman survived their two sons and their husband. This text came from the book of Ruth, chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. We are very familiar with the term migration. Since we were very young, relatives of ours packed their suitcases from South America and the Caribbean and left for foreign lands, for work or other reasons. Well, even in Bible times, this was not an unusual phenomenon. Before Israel had kings, while the country was still under the leadership of judges, there was a famine in the land. Thus the man Elimelech took his wife and moved to Moab, a foreign country. The interesting thing is that he moved to Moab to be able to live and provide for his wife and sons. Then he dies. Most likely his sons were young when he died, as afterwards they got married to girls from the land of Moab and lived with their wives and then they both died. This was heart-wrenching for Naomi. She came to Moab for better, but the land has swallowed up her husband and sons. All she has left were her two daughters-in-law. Elimelech was probably not the only man to have decided to leave the land of Israel for better. There may have been other associates in his circle who pursued the same course. Just recently, we have seen news reports of Haitians dying after their boat of approximately 60 occupants capsized. International migration has pros and cons. Many, like Elimelech and his sons, never fully realized their dreams or aspirations. He left the house of bread, Bethlehem, due to the lack of bread, as grain was in short supply in the land. Yet he encounters tragedy in the foreign land. He dies there, and not only him, but his sons followed at some time after. Let's read the scripture text. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. This source was from the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. In closing, Jesus himself recommends a migration pattern. 
It is for the people of God to go around the world making disciples of all nations. You may recall encountering missionaries in churches or elsewhere in your country many years ago. Most of them came from the United States of America. Now is not the time for us to cease from working for the Lord in accordance to his mandate. He has commanded us. A command is not an option. It does not operate on feelings of other factors. Therefore, let's pursue the work of the Lord and fulfill his commandment. He has all power and all authority, and he promises to be with us always. Consequently, let us be busy with our Father's business, not just trying to get bread for our stomachs, but souls, winning souls for the kingdom of God. Please let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we hallow your holy name. We thank you for the word before us today. First of all, from Job in our reflections, to rid our lives of fear and dread, and to be of good courage, to be strong and to be bold. And now, Lord, we have heard from the devotional of the migration of Naomi and her family to the land of Moab, and how her husband died, her sons died, and now she has been left as a widow and without her children, due to their death in the land of Moab. They were pursuing resources, they were pursuing a better way of life, and circumstances beyond their control came and hit the family very hard and took the lives of her loved ones. Now, Lord, you are saying to us that we must go, but go and preach the gospel. Go and encourage the lost to give their hearts to you. So you have no objection to migration, but your purpose is different from ours in most instances. Help us, O God, to fulfill this commandment that you have given us. The many of us who live in foreign lands Help us to occupy doing that which you've commanded us to do now in our generations. Because of the great commandment, we have no option. It is not a suggestion. It is a task. It is a mandate. It is a work that we must live by. Therefore, help us, O God, having seen this word for what it's worth, to occupy till you come. In the name of Jesus, and we pray for those who would hear the word of God, that they would make a decision, they would have a yearning to please you, they would have a desire to serve you. This day, in Jesus' name we pray, Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 282. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find The King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Apple Podcasts Connect, Breaker, 
Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Sokey, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website thekingiscomingsoon.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Urkuch for his handy work sounding the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom.